A while later, after their rendezvous in the makeout field, Jimmy Dean Keene and Caroline A. Bear Guidry are driving back east, planning to make a pit stop at the auto body shop on their way home to New Orleans. It's late afternoon by then. The shade from the trees is long on the road. The sunlight is kind of tepid but golden. Jimmy glances over to where Caroline is sitting in the passenger seat. Naturally, both of them are dressed again. She appears to be asleep, and he's quite pleased with this. He's also quite pleased at the fact that he'd brought that camera, and the roll of film is now full of images he will very much like to look at in the future. On their way from the field to his car, he had decided to tell her, I had a make-out spot myself back in the day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. My first car was a 70s Camaro. Oh, really? Yeah. It was a 76. Black. Well, maybe it was midnight blue but I sure couldn't tell. Burgundy interior, that thing was tight. Oh, was it? Sounds like. By that time, Jimmy had redressed himself, carrying his suit coat over his arm, the bag of mostly eaten sandwiches in his other hand. Caroline had put her shoes and underpants back on, still had her jacket draped across her shoulders, but she'd been carrying the rest of her clothes. Jimmy had no complaints whatsoever. So I used to pick up my date in this thing and drive us up to this little scenic spot in the Santa Monica Mountains off Mulholland, a couple miles west of my parents' house. View of the canyons. In the daylight, you could see the ocean. We'd park up there and... uh <laughs> Do whatever our hearts desired. In hindsight, he hopes it had been mutual heart's desire, not just his. But he doesn't give voice to this. Doesn't want to share that discomfort. And that's a good call at this time, because Caroline is openly charmed at the thought of young Jimmy Dean taking girls parking in his classic sports car, some secluded scenic overlook. My, lucky girls. I hope so. If we ever go to L.A., I'm sure I could find it again. I'll take you there, too. Okay. I'll just have to bide my time in the meanwhile. Reaching the car... Caroline had dropped her armload of clothes into the passenger seat. Jimmy had put the bag of sandwiches into the footwell, but before he could get into the car himself, Caroline had walked around to the hood, carefully sat on the edge of it, and said, You ought to get your camera. Oh yeah? What do you have in mind? She had leaned backwards, brushed her hair over one shoulder, tilted her head, given him a seductive smile. 
He didn't need any more information. He immediately found himself conducting a semi-nude photo shoot of this woman on the hood of his car. She leaned back, pointed her feet. You want us to take my shoes off, too? Sure, yeah, you got cute feet. He'd let the camera hang on the strap around his neck, stepped over and taken her shoes off for her, taken a couple more pictures of her barefoot, wearing nothing but underpants and a leather jacket. Then she had lain herself down flat on the hood. Jimmy had got a few images of that. Then she had sat up again, taken the jacket off, handed it to him. I don't want to scratch your car with the zipper. <laughs> no, it's fine. Why don't you take those panties off a minute? You sure? I don't want to get butt prints on it either. <laughs> Yeah, I do not give a fuck about that. So now they got a nude photo shoot going on. She ends up putting the jacket back on for just a minute to round out the collection of imagery. <sighs> yeah, I'm not a professional, but I think these are going to turn out pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a professional model myself, but... I think I know what you like to look at. You sure fucking do. He just stood there with his hand in his hair, looking. Uh, at a loss for words. Uh, you want to show me what you used to do when you take those girls parking? Yeah. Come here. Oh, here. Take your shoes. Be careful with your feet. Oh, I'm a feral swamp child. I can walk on this barefooted. They go around to the trunk of the car. She leans herself over it. Speaking his language, but... No, turn around. I like to look at your pretty face. Here, let me get one more. He's got to take one last photo of her sitting in the trunk lid. Isn't sure if that one's going to turn out or not, because he dashed it off fairly quickly, but he then puts the camera in the car, hurries back to her as quickly as he can. I only brought that one condom, though. You think that'll be all right? Because we can figure something else out. I don't think one time's going to hurt anything. All right, okay. This is secretly what he wanted to hear, but he wanted to give her other options anyway. <sighs> you know I don't got any diseases. <sighs> and look, if I give you a baby, I'll help you take care of it, whatever that means to you. He is deadly, undeniably sincere. I know it. Don't worry, I've gone this long without having one. He tugs his shirt off. A second later, is thinking, Well, no matter what else, at least I can always be counted upon to get a lady wet. A second after that, 
This is the best feeling of his recent memory. He hears himself making that high noise again. Has to brace a foot on the car's bumper. She'd wrapped her legs around him, holding the back of his head in her hand, and he's glad for all of that because he starts to feel dizzy. She seems just as far into it, but he's aware he's on a collision course with the inevitable. And it's far fewer minutes than he would have necessarily wanted before he gets there. Oh my god! Caroline, what gives you the right... <sighs> Don't worry, I'm not gonna leave you high and dry. You never do. It doesn't take her that many more minutes either. Yeah, you're the best. The best I ever had. So, this is alright. He can live with all of this. If anything had been bothering him recently, certainly that day, he can't remember what that might have been. Any other type of unpleasant feeling? Also a distant memory? He's driving them through beautiful rural countryside on the way to the auto body shop. He's put on the mixtape that Cole had made for him. Thinking, did I ever even feel this good as a teenager? After pondering this for more than a minute, Jimmy decides to see if Caroline will wake up to talk about it with him. He reaches over and touches her shoulder. Hey, babe. She opens her eyes, looks at him through their matching pairs of sunglasses smiles contentedly. Hey, what's up? I was just wondering, were you happy as a teenager? She only needs long enough to fully come back to her senses from the lull of sleep in order to give him an answer. No. I don't know very many people who was, honestly. <laughs> well, what about you? Do you know anybody? I think maybe the original Jimmy Keene might have been, but I don't know. I think he was probably an insecure wreck himself. I don't know. I think the football star shit was kind of a cover, but what do I know? I didn't know him more than skin deep. You didn't think so? I don't, I don't know what I know. I know that, uh, yeah, I wasn't a real happy teenager either. I, uh, I worried about a lot back then. I had a lot on my mind. He smiles at her, but that's kind of rueful. Nostalgic, but not necessarily in a positive way. You know, my future. 
She looks very sympathetic. Oh, heavy stuff, huh? Yeah, and believe it or not, having a big dick didn't really help. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I might be more concerned if I found out that it did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if just having it in itself is enough for anybody. You gotta act like you got one. You gotta have the confidence. Whether or not you actually have one is kind of beside the point. <laughs> kind of like how they say... It's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not quite, but exactly. <laughs> you know, some big dick dudes think all they gotta do is show up with the big dick. Like, that's good enough. They just gonna stick it in and ram it like a jackhammer? No tact or artistry whatsoever? I expect to get you there just on the... I don't know. Virtue of their presence? Then they gonna act like they did you a favor? I don't know. I'm like the opposite of a size queen, because that's just not even the important part for me. I did not want to go a second round with anybody like that. I'd probably just have somebody that had a smaller dick and a better technique. Jimmy doesn't ask how many men with big dicks she's known <laughs> on that level in her life. He is starting to wonder more and more how many men she's been with in general, but he decides to continue putting that out of his mind rather than risk ruining his rare experience of pure happiness. Knowing he probably shouldn't ask the question if he's not ready to hear the answer. So he doesn't reply, just gives her a knowing look. He's not bummed out in any way. She doesn't pick up on any of his potential existential dilemma. It boils down to the confidence, but you gotta earn it. And you gotta do something with it. Otherwise, it's just obnoxious. <laughs> well, guilty as charged. What? I'm, uh, frequently obnoxious. Always have been. What? That's not what I meant. I know. He still likes to hear that. I mean, maybe it come off like that at first. But then it's pretty clear you earned all that. She looks at him in a way that he definitely doesn't wonder whether or not she likes him in that moment. Maybe it's only obnoxious because of exactly how hard you earn it. Yeah, he likes this too. But at the same time, I don't know if that's why. I certainly hadn't earned it when I was younger, so... I think for sure I could come off as pretty obnoxious. Caroline is not there to argue with him about this. I'm gonna write a song about you. Oh yeah? Yep. Right now. She smiles looking up at the dappled sunlight coming down through the leaves overhead, nestles her head back against the headrest, 
goes like, He drove a fast machine. They called him Big Dick Dean. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Jimmy is abundantly glad that they're on a straight stretch of rural road and he can close his eyes for a minute. <laughs> You like that? <laughs> Did you write that? <laughs> it must have just now. <laughs> That's an original? No, <laughs> it's a cover. <laughs> oh. oh. You know, he glances at her very appreciatively. I've been in books, newspapers, I think a magazine and TV before, but I think this is the first time I've ever been immortalized in song. <laughs> Especially about my other exploits beyond just the infamous one that everybody knows about. <laughs> Not everybody knows about Big Dick Dean. <laughs> yeah. It was my best-kept open secret. <laughs> yeah, I think people could have figured it out. <sighs> he shakes his head. Uh, you know, I hate to say this because I really like that, but you probably ought to stop calling me that, even in jest, because... I don't want you to accidentally say it at the wrong time in front of the wrong person. And, and I, I know that yeah, I wouldn't want that to be on your conscience, even if nothing came of it. She puts a hand on his arm. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I wouldn't want to do that. <sighs> nah. I don't want you to apologize. I liked hearing it. He looks at her sweetly, a bit vulnerably. It's been a long time since I liked hearing it. They hold hands while he drives. She keeps her head rested back, smiling, closes her eyes. You can hear any time. All you gotta do is ask. And I'll provide. 